Hello, good morning. I welcome you to this Tuesday morning. It's a great day and it's a great joy to witness the beginning of yet another day. Now, I join you in prayer this morning concerning that individual very close to you, very dear to you, who is having a challenge. Whatever the challenge, health challenge, medical issue or financial crisis, marital crisis, whatever it is this morning, I pray for divine intervention. I pray for the help of the Holy Spirit. I pray for quick intervention that the Lord Almighty will deliver your eyes from tears. You will not weep over any of your beloved and no one will weep over you in the mighty name of jesus christ it is my prayer this morning that the lord almighty will arise on your behalf there will be a testimony there will be an intervention regardless of the distance away i pray good news will come to you concerning that soul in the name of jesus there shall be a turnaround, and the name of the Lord will be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, very quickly, we've gone with our discussion on building relationships. Don't forget, yesterday, we took our text from that Genesis chapter 2, particularly in verse 18, and the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And um, we look at the importance of building relationships. We came to conclude that no one is an all self-sufficient except God. We are all needy people, though our needs differ. Your need also is already provided for by God. But the provision he has put in, in someone, by connecting to such an individual, we have our testimonies. And it is my prayer this morning, whosoever holds the answer to your need, to your request, testimonies to your prayer, may the Lord bring that person your way in the name of Jesus Christ. And I also pray, that you will be a God sent to someone today and even beyond in the name of Jesus Christ. As you have a need, there is an answer to somebody's need in your hand also. From Genesis, each time God sends a man into the world, he puts him in a family. There, he or she is planted in an existing natural relationships male and female, people who are older or younger, richer or poorer, stronger or weaker, as you grow, you will soon realize how much you need each other. Same goes for spiritual birth. As soon as you get born again, God plants you in a spiritual family. That is the church. In Romans chapter 12, verse 5, the Bible says, so we, being many, 
are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, it says, Now we are the body of Christ, and members in particular. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 also says it. He said, we are for putting away lines, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Why? For we are members one of another. So, the church is a spiritual family. The moment you get born again, you are baptized into that family. Where you belong. In this family... There is only one tribe in existence. Only one tribe. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, down to 28, Galatians 3, 26 to 28, he said, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, are put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek there is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Wow. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 11, still speaking in the same vein, it said, Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, scythian, bond nor free, that Christ is all and in all. You know, there is no status in the church. There shouldn't be, let me say, there shouldn't be a status divide in the church. Uh, whether somebody is rich or poor, all of us, we should honor one another, relate well one with another. The church is one place where there should be no superiority nor inferiority complex. The Bible says there is no male, there is no, there is no female, there is no Greek, there is no Jew. All right, if you are from Nigeria, for example, I do tell people there is no Yoruba brothers, there is no Hausa brothers, there is no Igbo brother. We are just brethren. Hear me, beloved. In this kingdom, isolation, whether physical or spiritual, is unhealthy. Our isolation is unhealthy and is against God's plan. In fact, I do tell people that isolation leads to desolation. And that is the truth. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, God warned us through the writer, saying that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, is about exalting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. And later on, we're still going to come back to the some of the you know importance of uh, uh, building relationship, what we stand to gain. All right, but. Here, we are clearly instructed not to forsake the assembly of one another as the manner of some is. Now, i give you one example in the scripture, a community in the Bible. 
they, we call them Laish. You know, in Judges chapter 18, I will read verse 1 and then verse 7 to 10. It says, In those days there was no king in Israel. And in those days the tribe of the Danites sought them an inheritance to dwell in. For unto that day all their inheritance has not fallen unto them among the tribes of Israel. So in verse 7, Then the five men that were spies departed, and they came to Laish, and saw the people that were therein, how they dwelt careless after the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. And there was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything. And they were far from the Sidonians and had no business with any man. Underline that. No business, no relationship with any man. And they came unto their brethren to Zora and Esther all, and their brethren said unto them, What say ye? And they said, Arise, that we may go up against them. For we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. Are you still? Be not slothful to go to enter there to possess the land. When you go, you shall come to a people secure and to a large land. For God has given it to our hands, a place where there is no want of anything that is the earth. Now, when I read this, I, I, I could see reasons why these individuals might feel that they don't need any other person. They were secured. I mean, the land, the Bible says, there is nothing lacking in the place. Now, you may look at yourself. You have all the money. You have the wealth. You have, you know, houses and everything. You have position. You have possession. You may feel that you don't need anyone. That could be a self-deceiving uh, deception. All right? Now, these people... Because they had no business, no relationship with any. The day the enemy caught up with them, there was no defense coming from anywhere. So seeking for or building relationships is not a sign of weakness, but a proof of wisdom. You will need this someday. Let us conclude our exhortation this morning, beloved. Uh, by looking at this common story we have seen in the Bible, we have read it, we have heard so much, and then we are preaching about it. And that is in Second Kings chapter 4, verse 1. It says, There, now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. Now, I've asked several questions on this subject. This man was a man of God. He was anointed. He feared God. He was a servant to a great man of God. And yet, he died. I don't know whether I should call it untimely death. And he died leaving debts for his family to be, to be settled. And it was so bad that creditors were come to take the children away into captivity. And beloved, my shock there is the fact that nobody, not even among co-ministers, rose up to save him. All right? No minister to say how much were they owing. 
let me say to it, not the church, not any neighbor, and they just those children were to go to. Was it because there was there was no anointing? Anointing was there. Maybe anointing he was so anointed that he got isolated, or maybe it's one pride, maybe one belief, maybe one principle, one strange principle. He might have felt that he didn't, but he was sinking in depth. Relationships. Relationship. Now, I want to ask, beloved, how relational are you? What value do you place on relationships? Relationships with those of different ages? Now, some people despise others based on their position or financial status. But that would be a mistake, a grave one. Take, for example, Mordecai was a gate man at the palace, but he was the one God used to save the king from assassination. You'll find that story in Esther chapter 6, verses 1 to 2. He said, On that night could not the king sleep, and he commanded to bring the book of records of Chronicles, and they were read before the king, and it was found written that Mordecai has told of the Begatana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hands on the king Azeros. That king would have been slain, but it was a gate man that God used. The covenant relationship between the Gibeonites and Israel delivered the Gibeonites from the hands of Adonizedek, the king of Jerusalem, he could have overrun them and then destroyed and wasted lives in Gibeon. Hear me as we conclude this morning. Is there a God-given relationship that you have cut off? Is there a relationship? It doesn't matter who, whether it's within your family, whether between between you and someone out there, you could be at work, you could be, you just, you got into a level, all right, those you are friends with, now that your status changed, you drop them off and you feel that you wouldn't need them. Oh, because your breakthrough has come, you just realize that you have to break the existing relationship. I want to encourage you this morning, beloved, build the bridges again. It may take you humility to come down from your house to rebuild that relationship. You need that relationship. All right? It may even be with a help, house help, a driver, or whatever. Rebuild every needed relationship. I said the one God has warned you against. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for counsel. I believe by the grace of God, God will lead you and interpret you this message to you in a more profound way. There are some who have left their wives, their God-given wives. Some have abandoned their God-given husbands. They broke that covenant and you feel that you don't need them again. That may be a serious mistake. I believe God is calling each one of us to necessary repentance and reconciliation because relationship is God's will for you. I pray this morning that the Almighty God will lead you and guide you aright. Every helpful relationship that had been terminated against God's will, I pray that God will help you to rebuild 
and reconnect again. All the helps that God has put in place for you, you will not miss in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help you. You will have testimony. May God use you as a blessing to someone today. In Jesus' mighty name, we prayed. God bless you. Good morning. Your brother and friend, Sunday away.